Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The search is on for a beautiful, young, missing mom of three. Take a listen to Crime Online's John Limley. Authorities in Meriwether County, Georgia, are asking for the public's help in locating a missing woman. 26-year-old Olivia Fowler was last seen on August 13, 2021. She was spotted leaving a residence near Long Road around 2 a.m. in the city of Manchester. Fowler was then seen again at 10.30 a.m. walking along Pebblebrook Road in Meriwether County. Fowler was said to be wearing a tie-dye shirt, white cut-off shorts, and black flip-flops. She's approximately 100 pounds and is 5 foot 2 inches tall. Anyone with information on Fowler's whereabouts is asked to call the Meriwether County Sheriff's Office. That number, 706-672-4489. Repeat, 706-672-4489. Where is Olivia? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. You know, we hear so many names over and over and over. We hear Gabby Petito. We hear uh, Kelly Anthony. We hear one name after the next, Kristen Smart. Um, just over and over. I have not heard Olivia's name, Olivia Fowler, but we're hearing it now. This is a beautiful young mom, lassie, wearing a tie-dye t-shirt, white shorts, and flip-flops. What happened? How could she be there, taking a walk, 
And then now she's gone and nobody knows anything. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now. You just heard about her going missing. I want to go straight out to her aunt. This is Tamara McCoy. She is the creator of Olivia's Army. And you can find her on Twitter at Olivia's Army 26. Tamara, thank you for being with us. When did you first learn that Olivia seemingly vanished? I was notified on August the 14th, about 3.30 in the afternoon. Where were you when you got the call? I was actually working in Manchester. Where do you work? I'm a, I have my own business. I'm a residential cleaner. So you're at your business. You're doing your business. And you get a call from who? Her sister. And what were you told? That Olivia was missing and nobody had seen or heard from her since Thursday. Okay. Just what you don't want to hear. Now, you are her aunt. What is your relation? Were you guys close? Did you speak frequently? Do you know her children? Yes, ma'am. Um, I actually had custody of Olivia and Roxanne in their younger years and Olivia and I, we've always been really close, um, kind of estranged a little when our mom, my mom passed away, but we always kept a good connection and I did see her children. I used to keep them for her when she would just need a little break for a day or so. And, you know, we were, we were always close. You know, that's some of my favorite memories of keeping my two little nephews. I had already, mm-hmm. you know, graduated law school and was working And I would go back home to Macon, Georgia, and my little Mm -hmm. nephews who lived in, at that time, Warner Robins, Georgia, would be at my mom's for the weekend, and she would take Mm -hmm. them just about every weekend. Um, And it it wasn't like my brother and his wife said, oh, please take the children. We Mm -hmm. wanted to see them. And so they would come spend the weekend, and I would come home from where I was prosecuting in Atlanta and just spend the weekend. And Mm -hmm. I loved it. And it builds a bond. It's like they're your child in a way. Yes, ma'am. And, you know, so many years passed, I never thought I was going to have children. And I viewed those two boys as mine because I got to spend so much time with them. So you would babysit for her and you actually helped raise Olivia. I heard you say you had her for a while. Yes, ma'am. I had um, I was there when Olivia was brought in this world. I was there from day one. Um, first six months, she slept in the bed with me and she was my baby. She's my baby. I'm just looking at her right now and she is gorgeous. That is one I mean, no victim in my mind is any prettier than another victim. But I've got to say, Mm -hmm. she's stunning. Um, Yes, ma'am. Now, of course, another side to that, she's out walking and she's alone walking and suddenly goes missing. Um, With me is Olivia Fowler's aunt, Tamara McCoy. Tamara What were you told about the conditions of her going missing? I was just told that she went out on the porch to smoke a cigarette and walked off and never seen again. Okay, there's so many things wrong with that story. I I, I don't know where to start. Let me just straight out to Lisa Daddio, former police lieutenant with the New Haven PD, and she's a senior lecturer and director of the Center for Advanced Policing. Okay, uh, at University of New Haven. Lisa, thank you for being with us. There's a lot missing from that story, and it's not Aunt Tamara's fault. She's telling us what she's told. She goes out for a cigarette, and she's apparently going for a walk, and then somehow she just vanishes off the face of the earth. It's hard for me to believe that no one saw a thing, Lisa. Nancy, it's really hard to wrap my head around as well, especially in this day and age when everybody's aware of everything going on. And how does somebody just literally disappear uh, walking or even on the front porch of a home having a cigarette? I mean, there's just so many things there that just don't make sense as to how she disappeared. Amen. I'm just looking at pictures of her. You know, Jackie, if you looked at her, um, 
she looks like some TV star, and I can't place. She reminds who, me of Gabby Petito. She does look a little like Gabby Petito. I was thinking of Catherine. Is it Hagel or Heigl? Heigl. Cat. That's it. Yeah, that's her. She does that's who she looks bit. like. She looks like Catherine Heigl, and she looks like oh oh. Okay, my daughter has recently gotten into Gossip Girls. Have you ever seen that? Okay, I know more about it now than I ever wanted to. Blake Lively, they're they're all great. Okay, the mother, the mother of Blake Lively, that's who she looks like. That's who she looks like. Except a younger, a younger version. She's, she's beautiful. Um, guys, we're talking to Olivia Fowler's aunt, and I have by your name, like a mom to Olivia. Yes, ma'am. And the reason I often give they look like X is so people have a mental image. Mm-hmm. If they can't see her missing poster, they have a mental image of Olivia. And she's right there in broad daylight. The uh, in the morning hours, isn't that right, Jackie? Is the, you know what? Let me go to Amanda Peralta joining me, investigative reporter. I, I can't believe I didn't already go to you. Amanda Peralta is with us with WRBL News 3. You can find her on Twitter at Amanda Peralta TV. Tell me about her missing. She goes out for a cigarette. She is later seen taking a walk down the street. And then suddenly, bam, she's gone. First of all, let's start with the area. Where did this happen exactly? So this happened on Pebblebrook Road, which is located in Manchester, Georgia. It's a very rural area, small town, uh, southwest Georgia. The population is about 3,982 people. Hold on. Hold on, Amanda. 3,082 people. 3,982. 982. So about 4,000 and we're talking about um, Meriwether County, right? Yes, ma'am. That is some of the prettiest countryside, I think, in the world. In Meriwether County, it's I agree. beautiful. And I can tell you, we were just in Meriwether County because we took the children camping, the whole shebang where you cook on a fire and hot coals, that whole thing, <laughs> near Pine Mountain and Warm Springs where Roosevelt had the little White House. So we went through Meriwether County to get there, and we all were driving, we were driving on looking and said, this looks like heaven. I wonder if this is what heaven looks like. And I'm, mm. that's the backdrop for this girl to just vanish off the face of the earth. So Amanda Peralta with me, WRBL News 3. Tell me how this went down. She was seen walking in the morning hours wearing white shorts, a tie-dyed shirt, and flip-flops, right? Yes. So family has confirmed to me and police have confirmed that Olivia was walking down Pebblebrook Road. Um, The last time that she was seen was on the 13th when a DNR, uh, Department of Natural Resources officer, saw her walking down the road. Okay, well, well, wait. Hold that thought, Amanda. You know what? <laughs> Let me go to you. Natalie Quam is with us. It, you should know that name, and I'll tell you why. Vanessa Guillem. Remember Vanessa, the gorgeous young soldier at Fort Hood who was taken and murdered and many people think the whole thing was covered up by the military at the very least they weren't doing their jobs amen natalie can be found at the whistleblower law firm quamlaw.com natalie it's so great to speak to you again what do you make of what you're hearing right now i mean you can't get much of a better witness than an officer with DNR, Department of Natural Resources. Nancy, thanks for having me on. You know, when I read this article, it gave me goosebumps when they said they saw her walking. This is the same story we heard with Vanessa when they said they saw her walking across the parking lot. That never happened. No one saw her walking across the parking lot, but it was three guys, quote unquote, smoking a cigarette that said this. And of course, everybody wants to go with whatever the whatever anyone witness says when sometimes witnesses are wrong or lying. Not sure what happened with Vanessa's case, but Vanessa never walked across the parking lot. Vanessa was murdered, bludgeoned to death in the armory room. 
So those facts didn't help, or I should say those witness uh, statements didn't help because it stopped everybody from looking further out, looking where the problem really was, which was in the armory room right below their nose. But I think this is, I think that this is very credible because a lot of times people will say, oh, I saw her here. I saw her there. You've got an officer with the Department of Natural Resources seeing Olivia Fowler. And I think that's a pretty darn good witness. Well, you know, I, I, I'm not doubting anyone's witness statements, but we had three soldiers and three officers seeing, her, you know, Vanessa. So again, I can't say what's true or not. What bothers me here is where is that? Where, where are the authorities? What's happening? Um, you, like you said, people just don't vanish. No, they don't. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. All the stops have been pulled out thanks to Olivia's army. Guys, take a listen to our friends at WXIA 11. Olivia Fowler is the first name listed in the National Missing Persons Database for Georgia. She's the most recent disappearance reported. She's been gone for 38 days today. Her baby boy just turned a year old. He's walking. I know Olivia would never just leave her kids. 
Olivia Fowler missed her son's first birthday since she's been gone. Her grandmother died and Olivia missed her funeral. Her aunt, Tamara McCoy, knows Olivia would have been there if there was any way she could. Olivia loves family. Loves, loves, loves her family. She's a great mother with the biggest heart. Joining me right now, our friend from New York, psychologist Karen Stark. You can find her at karenstark.com. That's Karen with a C. Karen, thank you for being with us. It really hit me when I heard she missed her son's first birthday. Karen Stark, you were with me when I was planning the twins' first birthday. Remember, we had it at Moon Soup. It was a play place for children on First Avenue. Let's see, First, yes, First Avenue between 56 and 53. That was their hangout where we would go to Mommy and Me and Bindi exercise classes. The first birthday, right, that was a blowout because you should have seen the outside of that, Karen Stark. Because there were so many strollers of other friend babies there outside of Moon Soup. They could not be contained inside of Moon Soup, the play place. They blocked the sidewalk. I mean, that was a one-year-old party blowout, let me tell you. And for this young mom to miss her son's first birthday, uh uh-uh. No, you'd have to pull up my fingernails before I would miss the twins' first birthday. It's, it's not just you, Nancy. I mean, you know more than anyone, right, that a mom doesn't miss a birthday. A mom, well, beside that, she wouldn't miss the funeral. None of that sounds like the person that she was. And something doesn't make any sense because she really is seen, it seems to me, by a credi- credible witness. I do want to say that the family is quite incredible. I love that they put together Olivia's army and that they have that approach, that they're going to be fierce about it. It's the best thing you can do in a situation where you feel hopeless and you have no control. So really, bravo to all of you. Speaking of Karen Stark, you really hit the nail on the head about victims' families feeling hopeless and not having any control, like there's nothing, helpless and hopeless, there's nothing you can do. So Tamara McCoy mobilized Olivia's army. Joining me is someone that knows a lot about that feeling. Whitney Sick, founder, president of A Voice for the Voiceless. And you can find her on Facebook, A Voice for the Voiceless, Inc. On Twitter, at True Crime Sister. Whitney, weigh in about that feeling that Olivia's family is suffering right now of hopeless and helpless. There's nothing they can do. Um, a lot of families come to me and they say, I never thought this would happen to me. And now it's happened to me and I don't know what to do. And that's what happened with Aunt Tammy. She messaged me and said, I saw you share um, my Olivia. I'd like to talk to you about her. And so we just started brainstorming about Olivia and how to bring awareness and She was very adamant that she did not just disappear. She wouldn't leave her family. She wouldn't leave her children. And so here we are. We just haven't stopped and we're a force to be reckoned with until she comes home or until we find her. You know, uh, Natalie Kwam is with us. This is the high-profile lawyer that represents Vanessa Guillen's family. Natalie, how sick does it make you when a woman goes missing? Cops and others say, oh, She's just off with her boyfriend. She's found a new boyfriend. She just needed time alone. That's all BS. You know, uh, it's, it's, and, and, you know, Nancy, rules of evidence, um, some kind of habit is admissible. If she wasn't like that before, if she never missed, first of all, I agree with all of you. Moms don't miss their kids' birthdays. They don't miss this stuff. Uh, And there's no history of it. So, you know, it's admissible to say that there was no habit of this or she never did that before. So it's shocking that it's, and thanks Aunt Tammy for you putting together that army, but it's shocking that this is still happening. It's it, and nobody, we're not calling in the forces here, you know? And I saw her, her beautiful face, Nancy. I think you were talking about Kelly Rutherford. Yes. Yes. That's her name. That's who she looks like. Kelly Rutherford. That's, 
She's kind of a mix between Kelly Rutherford and Gabby Petito. Get that on your head. That's what Olivia Fowler looks like. Guys, take a listen to our friends at Fox 5. The town of Manchester is about two hours south of Atlanta. It was just outside of here, a few miles away, that a DNR ranger provided the last sighting of Olivia Fowler. And that was more than a month ago. It was 10.30 in the morning on August 13th that a DNR ranger saw 26-year-old Olivia Fowler walking along Pebblebrook Road in Meriwether County. That's the last known sighting of her, according to law enforcement and her family. She doesn't have a purse. She doesn't have a phone. She doesn't have her license. She doesn't have a social security card. She doesn't have a bag, as far as we know, an overnight bag. Now Tamara McCoy, her aunt, walks the same road searching for any sign of her niece. Didn't have her purse, her cell phone, her social security, her driver's license, nothing. That tells me she did not intend to be away for very long. When I go out on a walk or a jog, I plan to come back. I don't take my driver's license with me for sure or my social security card if I can find it. No, she because I'm planning to come back. And that is the clear implication here. This is Joseph Scott Morgan, host of Body Bags. This week, I'll be examining the forensics behind the Idaho murders and what we know about the crime scene. Like my students right now, I'm I'm away. I'm away from class, and I felt as though that Jackie, you and I need to have a chat as soon as we possibly could about this case. Well, we both did indeed plan some time off, Joe, but you're right. This was really important. When the police entered that residence, they found something that was just mind-blowing. So two points of entry only. So that actually narrows down what the police investigators have to look at. And there's a wood line over to the left. It would have been a perfect location for somebody that had targeted this home to be able to stand back there in the dead of night because they believe this happened under cover of darkness. And a lot of people are asking questions about the two roommates who survived. The authorities were looking for what they termed as a military-style knife. What I find interesting is the fact that in using this style of weapon, it tells me that it probably was a targeted attack because somebody had to bring that weapon with them. And those are what we refer to in forensics and in investigations as weapons of convenience. That's not what we're talking about here. The information released by the coroner in the case says some of the victims had defensive wounds. Even the most highly skilled forensic pathologist that gets on the stand and testifies, they will always have this disclosure. But what exactly are they looking for? Someone who followed the girls when they went to the food truck? Someone who might have been outside the home? I mean. As forensic scientists, it's your job to make sense of the chaos. But we do know they are going to have a Herculean task to be able to try to separate this out. Listen to this week's brand new Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan, now on iHeart Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Take a listen to Doug Evans, Fox 5. The Meriwether County Sheriff's Office says Olivia Fowler was last seen wearing a tie-dye shirt, white cut-off shorts, and black flip-flops. The Sheriff's Office here is asking for the public's help in locating Olivia, saying they have talked to witnesses, conducted ground and air searches, and have followed up on leads. But she is still missing. Olivia wouldn't go 40 days without reaching out to her family at all. Olivia Fowler is 26 years old and the mother of three small children. Her family says her youngest child had his first birthday during her disappearance. Straight back out to Tamara McCoy. This is Olivia's aunt that helped raise her. Tamara, you go up and down that stretch of road searching for her by foot. Tell me about it. What What is there? Do you pass homes, 
uh, with mailboxes and potentially ring doorbell cams? I mean, what kind of area is it? It is a country rural area. I mean, it's a lot of woods. There's houses out there. Um, we actually went out there a few months after Olivia went missing and questioned several of the locals and just trying to see if anybody had cameras and just to see any, find out anything. And that's when we found out that none of them had been questioned. And we later on found out that Olivia had been seen that same day in the afternoon between three and five at the end of Pebble Brook Road. Wow. So that completely changes the timeline. So she's seen that afternoon between three and five, the very same afternoon that she was spotted that morning. It's very disturbing. Lisa M. Daddio joining us, former police lieutenant with the New Haven PD, now the director for the Center for Advanced Policing and Grad Program. Lisa, why is the family having to go door to door to find out if residents along that stretch of the road have ring doorbells. Why is that happening? It shouldn't be happening. Um, but as we've seen more times than any of us can count, it's always the families who are going yeah. a thousand steps ahead of law enforcement in a lot of cases to really look for information pertaining to their loved ones. The reasons, you know, I don't want to make excuses for a law enforcement agency, but it could be staffing. It could be other cases. Uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Lisa Daddio, I appreciate you throwing the local police and sheriffs a bone, but Meriwether County is extremely rural. You just heard the county C has about 4,000 people. They are not inundated with murder cases. Okay. Thanks for trying to cover for them. You're fellow brethren uh, in the law, but that's total BS, and I'm calling you on it. What about you it? You can call me on it, Nancy. Yeah, you're called. Whitney, joining us, founder, president, voice for the voiceless. Why is the family out trying to get ring camera video? Uh, that's a great question. Aunt, I've seen Aunt Tammy knee-deep in mud and sticks and holes in the woods out in the middle of nowhere looking for Olivia and no law enforcement in sight. Um, I wish that they would do more. They say that they're working diligently on it. I haven't seen any wide-scale searches or flyers or things like that. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, Tamara McCoy, you're Olivia's aunt. What is happening? Why are you the one out rewalking the scene in the mud and going door-to-door trying to get ring camera video? Well, I mean, they, they just kept saying that she might be taking a break. A break? From what? I don't know. Life? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. They, she was ignored for 38 days before she was actually taken seriously. Question to you, who actually fixed their mouth to say she might be taking a break? Who said that? Chief Hadley in Meriwether County. Can you please give me his email and phone number? Chief Hadley in yes, Meriwether County. That'd be the Meriwether Sheriff's Office. Said she might be taking a break. Okay, Natalie Kwam, does it never end? Because that's what they said about Vanessa Gim before her burned, dismembered body was found, what was left of it. Yeah, she was taking a break, all right. Right, and the same kind of facts. She didn't take her driver's license. You're right, Nancy. When people go missing, well, how about this? When people want to go take a break or they want to leave or they want to get away or something, they're taking their things with them. They're going away. They planned this. They don't leave with nothing. I mean, that's just not how it works. The problem is, is once this narrative is released by law enforcement, it tells the public, don't worry. And so here we are left with everyone not worrying but us, the family, and hopefully a few people in, in the army that we've built. Hey, Amanda Peralta joining us, investigative reporter WRBL. What does the sheriff have to say about this asinine statement maybe she's taking a break now he did not uh say that directly to me i'm sure were you holding a microphone when you talked to him (laughs) yes ma'am so what are they saying as far as what i as far as what i know there have been over 20 search warrants executed and multiple counties and states have been searched and there have been land and air operations okay that is heartening That is very heartening, Amanda Peralta. When, may I ask, were those searches initiated? 
How far into her being missing did we have a search? I do not have a specific date. On okay. This. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That makes me feel a little bit better. What about it, uh, Tamara? When did they start performing air searches? I haven't heard. I just heard a helicopter was going through the town, but I was told they were looking for someone had that was stealing some lawn mowers or something. But I didn't know that it was anything to do with Olivia. I haven't seen them do any searches. Or and I've planned searches weekly all the time and you know, with only three and four, ten people at the most have showed up and on her you know, days I, off. Yeah. I I grew up in this town and you know, this is my hometown and when the chief the sheriff of the town tells you, Let me know when you find her, then that shows you that there's issues. Did the sheriff say that? Chuck Smith did. Chuck, who is Chuck Smith? He's the the chief chair, sheriff he's the sheriff of the county jail what's his name again what is his name chuck smith he is the what he runs the county jail let me know when you find her yes ma'am did you get that info for me jackie working on it okay send it to me as soon as you get it guys this young mom missing and the days are ticking by. Take a listen to our friends at WSB TV. They're worried, uh, very worried that something terrible may have happened to her. That's why they're very relieved to hear that investigators here at the FBI have been working on this case. They hope they might be able to find the answers they've been waiting nine months for. Definitely foul play was definitely involved. Um, yes. The family of 27-year-old Olivia Fowler fears something awful happened. Her mother and sister told us they're worried someone may be holding Olivia against her will. She's somewhere where she can't get to us. She's somewhere she can't get to a phone. Uh, someone's holding her is how I feel. I just feel that something wrong or something bad's happened. We went to the rural road in Meriwether County where Olivia was last seen in August of last year. It's here along Pebblebrook Road in Manchester where a witness spotted Olivia walking. Then she seemingly vanished. I believe that she might have been walking and someone picked her up that wasn't the right people. Someone picked her up that wasn't the right people. Okay, to Tamara McCoy, why do you believe that? Because we did also have a tip that Olivia was seen at the end of, in that same area talking to a four-door sedan, gray or tan, and that she got in the vehicle. And law enforcement said that the guy that reported the tip was did it make sense? What about that didn't make sense? I, I don't know. I guess the way he talked, he's country, you know, and maybe not clear enough for him. I'm not sure. Well, I, I hardly think that a rural background makes you uh, a moron. I agree. I've, he's actually this gentleman. He reaches out frequently just to see if we've heard anything and he just wonders why nothing has been done. And, you know, I even sent him a picture of a couple vehicles possibly could have been it. And he actually recognized them, a couple. What kind of car does he think it was? A Ford Focus. Ford Focus. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. 
By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. It's just amazing to me that you're having to do this and the police are not. Mm-hmm. Guys, I want you to take a listen to our friends at Crime Online. The last known credible sighting of Fowler was by a Georgia DNR officer on Friday. He reported seeing Fowler walking along Pebble Brook Road in Merriweather County. Investigators began canvassing the area following up with witnesses besides the DNR officer who reported seeing Fowler. Ground and aerial searches were conducted even outside the county and state. Canine searches were conducted and more than 20 search warrants executed, but there are no leads. The FBI is now joined in the search. Fowler's family also launched a social media campaign on Facebook, hashtag bring Olivia home to help find her. Now, what do we know about the night before she is seen for the last time. Take a listen to our friends at WXIA 11. Olivia was reported missing after seeing a man she was dating, according to her aunt. Police have not named him as a suspect and reported she went missing wearing a tank top and flip-flops. McCoy drives around in their hometown in Merriweather County endlessly looking for her niece. I got her clothes in the back seat of my car. I've had them riding around with them for four weeks now because... One ad says she had no shoes and only a tank top, so I want to make sure she's got what she needs. You are hearing the voice of Olivia's aunt. This is Tamara McCoy. Tamara, you just said something that reminds me of Beth Holloway. That's Natalie Holloway's mother. She and I recently went back to Aruba to retrace Natalie's steps and see if we could generate more leads and her disappearance, I believe her murder, And she told me that for, I think, 10 years after Natalie went missing, she never went anywhere without Natalie's passport because she held out hope that Natalie had been kidnapped and sold into the sex trade and that she would be found alive in some other country and would need her passport. And here I'm hearing that you ride around with Olivia's clothes in the back seat of your car in case she needs them when you find her. Well, they she's tiny, and I know if she's out there, she's cold, and if she's got no shoes, and I know they said a tank top and, and shorts, and I just, she doesn't have her stuff, and I just felt like 
I wanted to have it when I found her. Tamara, what do you tell Olivia's children about mommy? Well, the unfortunate thing is I haven't been able to see them very much because I'm, I don't know the reasoning, but I'm not allowed to see them right now. I guess because I'm putting her name out there too much. I find that really, really interesting. Guys, take a listen to our friend Caitlin Ross. Meriwether County Police told 11 Alive Olivia's case is open and they are actively searching for her, but did not share any new information. We've followed leads. We've organized searches. We've got flyers out and it's been 38 days today. McCoy says she's holding out hope that Olivia is alive that she'll come back to her family. Her last words is, I love you with all my heart. Tamara says she tells Olivia's children every day how much their mom loves them and that if she could be, she would be there with them right now. To Karen Stark joining us, a uh, renowned psychologist joining us out of Manhattan at KarenStark.com. Karen, unless we solve this case, these children may grow up buying into what the sheriff said. Oh, she just took a break. Unless we solve this case, the rest of their lives are going to be plagued with abandonment. Well, Nancy, not just abandonment, but grief over the loss and not knowing. That's, that's the key ingredient here is that you never get to know what happened. And so that just leaves you in the state where you're searching, you're searching um, I think the great example is you driving around with clothes in the car. I mean, hoping, and you don't give up hope. And that's not okay to spend your whole life hoping that somehow your mom who disappeared will show up again. It's heartbreaking. To think that, wow, my mom just got tired of us. Was it my fault? She just left. Guys, the, to get in touch with the sheriff who claims that Olivia just, quote, took a break, his name is Sheriff Chuck Smith, and his phone number is 706-672-4489. Repeat, Sheriff Chuck Smith, 706-672-4489. That also goes for Sheriff Hadley in Merriweather County, 706-672-4489. The ones that said, let me know if you find her. And uh, she just took a break. What more do we know? Take a listen to our friends at Crime Online. On Thursday, Olivia Fowler stayed at her boyfriend's house in Manchester, Georgia. It's a small town about two hours south of Atlanta. The boyfriend tells Olivia's sister, Roxanne, that as he went to bed that night, Olivia said she would be outside on the porch for a bit. When he woke up, Olivia was gone. Witnesses reported seeing Fowler walking in the community early that Friday morning. A Georgia Department of Natural Resources officer reported seeing her walking at 10 a.m. On Saturday, Roxanne Fowler's mother called and asked if she had talked with Olivia. When no one can find Fowler, a missing person report was filed. I want to go back to Tamara McCoy. A missing person report was filed. What, if anything, has been done since then to find Olivia? Well, uh, as as far as I know, Nancy, nothing. Um, They haven't updated me on anything, and they felt that I I was calling them on some things, and that's when they basically said I was interfering with the case, and, you know, they wasn't going to talk to me anymore, and... That was it. What can you tell me about the boyfriend that was with her the night before? I know she was seen after the night she spent at his place. But what can you tell me about him? Has he been ruled out? No, ma'am, he hasn't. He, he was actually never labeled as a person of interest. He's currently incarcerated for um, unrelated charges. But they did have a history of domestic altercation there's actually a current case pending with him and olivia and two other gentlemen where he was holding her against her will um i was able to retrieve some messages between the two of them where he made a comment you'll walk away one day and never be seen again and he was never labeled a person of interest no ma'am they questioned him they said that he he just said he went to sleep and when he woke up she was gone and he was 
he was trying to, you know, be involved. And then I realized after I was able to retrieve the messages, I just had to cut those ties because I knew he was lying and he had been sending me on some different areas to go search and look. And, and by the time I'd get there, he messaged me to send me somewhere else. So that's when I, that light came on that, okay, he's playing a game. Sounds like a wild goose chase. And to Natalie Quam, that's something you sniff out pretty quickly. A wild goose chase, misdirection. Didn't you all and Vanessa's family go through that? That's correct. For, I think it was since uh, she went missing in April uh, 22nd. And wasn't found till what well, we did find her remains until June 30th. Amanda Peralta joining us, WRBL. I find that really interesting in light of the fact that the boyfriend, who has not been named a, per- a suspect or person of interest in this case, had a prior history, according to the aunt, of domestic violence with the victim. And he is not being considered, at the very least, a person of interest, Amanda? I agree. I found it also very strange when reporting on the story that he hadn't been named the person of interest, especially when there is somewhat of a history between the two of them. And as Tammy has shared with me in the past, um, they were part of the same friend group with other people and they had participated in different, they had possibly gone to a river party where, um, which would have caused Olivia's disappearance. But to think that he was at no point questioned or named the person of interest. What do you mean by that, Amanda? How can a river party cause someone to disappear? Because of the history that they had with the domestic violence and the other people that are that are rumored to have attended the same party are also people that are that are facing charges for similar things. The tip line, 706-672-4489. Where is Olivia Fowler? Nancy Gray's Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.